even happening? Is it is it real? Are we on? Are we live? I think so. I can hear your phone notifications. This is <laughs> so much. You know what? I don't understand how this radio thing works. Like, is it? I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely not. Hey, welcome everybody. Well, hello everyone. Fancy meeting you here. Yeah. Okay. What God. time is it? Is it Saturday oh one or what? Oh my gosh, we gotta stop running into people until you like this or people are gonna start talking. I know. They're gonna was... say things. What are you doing? I was moving a chair. Awesome. <laughs> the Sounded arms. Like you were unearthing a demon, which is <laughs> fine. We do that here. I mean, we'd lo- we would will love find yeah, the hell yeah. out later. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Uh, we can work on that. Anyways, welcome to It's Our Turn, Queers in Cults. My oh. name is... Sorry. <laughs> We're professional. My name is Aiden Ash. My pronouns are they, them. My name is Emerson, and my pronouns are he, they. I love... The, I love how we bring, like, balance to this thing. <laughs> like, I'm always like, hey, yeah, loud. Big, <laughs> no, no. monotone and very soothing and calming and, and <laughs> thank you. I'm thank just you. Like, like yell you know, and scream and hated everything. But balance is like the whole name of the game, right? It is. It's funny that that this analogy came up. That if you know, if you have one foot in a boiling pot and one foot in ice water, overall you're pretty evenly temperatured. But between the two extremes, you're really not. Yeah. And so, like, that's kind of where we're at, where I might be the ice water or the boiling pot. Really, I could see me being both at this point. But, you know. Balance. Between the two, we're generally even. Generally. (laughs) We generally come with, yeah, yeah. Uh, Two extremes existing in the same place. What will happen? I don't know. Sound like a movie intro. Anyways, that's like exactly everything that life is, though, right? A movie I mean, intro? No, I mean it could be could depending be. Yeah, on how be. creative you are. Uh-huh. Um, but it's also, uh, um, oh my god, I feel like I, I feel like we need Doing to great. read things before we deep dive into this. You know, <laughs> well, one thing I do want to say is that I, um, I always say that my brain works in movies, ma- move, movies, magic, and musicals. So yeah. everything in my life is being played through either like a movie one of those theater, modalities musical, <laughs> yeah exactly a magic it's yeah it's exactly yeah. all of them well yes we are let's, let's read things let's, let's read things what let's the fuck is started. this <laughs> who this, are we this is our show where we talk about our experiences as queer people growing up in toxic religious environments and since a lot of this that um those topics can be a little bit heavy. We'd like to read a um, a, dis- a disclaimer from from this lovely station that that encourages us, not just allows, but encourages us to do this. So. Yeah. And our personal disclaimers: we talk a lot about our um, experiences with toxic religious environments and trauma, and so uh, some personal, some dis- some um, uh, trigger warnings that we like to say that we like to give us. Um, coercion, manipulation, gaslighting, abuse, uh, religious specific topics, patriarchy, uh, mask, uh, misogyny. Yeah, a lot um, of that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> those are yeah. those are like the really main undercurrents when we talk about religion. This is is a lot of that. And if there's any, and also be 
aware that if we come up to a subject that we weren't planning on talking about that is going to be challenging or maybe triggering, we will do a trigger warning before that. Yeah, yeah. We will do our best. We want to do our best. I mean, it's so easy to just get into it. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, this might be sensitive material. Totally. So, but we try and catch it. We really do. We do. And I mean, at the end of the day, anything can be a trigger. You know, it's just like this. uh, This topic is heavy, and so if any part of this is triggering, like take a moment, you know, come back to it if slash when you're ready. Take a breath, take us, you know. Everyone's on their own healing path, you know. And now we are on a podcast. We're a podcast. Wait, tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) What's this news? We are a podcast. We, um, (laughs) it's our turn, Queers and Cults. It is, you can find it on uh, podbean.com where we host it. Podbean.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Podbean.com. I need to write this down. But you can also find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And the first three episodes that we ever did are up, are up there. So it's uh, your story, my story, and then when we talked about femininity are all up there. Can you listen on Podbean bean with an N or an M? Podbean. Bean. Bean. Yeah. Can yeah. you listen without making an account or without paying? Like, is that free? Yes. Yeah. So there's an app oh where you can God. just, you can make it. I think you have to make an account, but like you do with anything else. But it's free. You don't have to pay to listen to it. Oh yeah. No, God. you don't have to. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, you Sick. can just listen to it on that app. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Because, uh, yeah, so the people like my sister that is afraid of, like, subscribing okay. to, yeah, Spotify, and she doesn't really have any access to anything else but i knew there was a website so thank you website and an app that you can do yeah sweet okay and there's an instagram it's our turn pod it's our turn pod yes on instagram an an email at gmail it's our turn pod at gmail same yeah and um i actually have a question i was wondering that feel free to to message us if you have an opinion i'm kind of behind on the editing because because you know we've done like four to six weeks of podcasts and and you know it, it's it's a lot to edit so that's crazy i'm wondering would it be preferable for people for listeners if we <clears throat> if i got the like the most recent episode uploaded by wednesday like the following wednesday and then and then just in my time worked on getting the backlog episodes or would it be better for me to like just like bust my ass and get all and get and they get all caught up for everything i mean my perspective Mm -hmm. i I would think it would make most sense because there's i feel it's not like every episode depends on each other but they certainly build i mean things get a little bit more lax people are getting to know the progression who we are because we reference things yeah we'll say things like oh yeah in our first podcast we talked about this and yeah yeah yeah. um and and so it would make most sense oh my God, I'm so sorry. What are you doing over there? <laughs> Who do you okay. have under that table? Literally, it's either that the table is uneven or the armrests are uneven, and I'm realizing that that's what is happening, that one armrest is higher than the other, and so when I turn a certain direction, I'm, I'm going to adjust it when we go for a break. Sure, sure. So <laughs> that's what that like scraping sound is. I was thinking about this though. I'm I'm a little nervous of like making swallowing sounds or like getting water, mm-hmm. and I'm just I'm here to normalize human needs. So I thought you were gonna say I'm here to normalize swallowing, and that was that is going to take us on a very 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 different journey. Whatever <laughs> floats your battleship or whatever sinks your battleship. That's what it is. <laughs> close. That was close. <laughs> so today we're talking about. Um, we are talking about 
the like kind of daily triggers that we live with or that kind of exist in our society and how how integrated Christianity specifically yeah. I think th- this is my perspective my per- opinion how integrated um, that Christianity is into just everything everything um, yeah it's like it's like the default religion absolutely and it exists everywhere and like, that's so frustrating for me yeah like you have to be more visible to show that you're not Christian oh, yeah you know what I mean you're, uh, yeah, you're 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 going to you're going to a store that has nothing to do with with it's not a religious store in any capacity, and you're going there to get a card or you're going there to get a whatever, and you pick up something and it's got a sneak sneaky little Bible verse on the back of it or something. And, and I I see Bible verses on so many on products that I get in. Yes, it's it's crazy, and I'm talking like bags of rice, mm-hmm. like bags of dried beans, and it's all to do with. Give like give so much thanks to God. Okay, to take a step back though, I think the like you have to go out of your way to prove that or to say that you're not Christian. I think that's because in so many ways Christianity lined up with other cultures. Like I'm thinking paganism mm-hmm. because people were celebrating. When you say lined up, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt, but when you yes. say lined up, you more mean like absorbed. Like yes. Christianity took things from paganism and from so many different religions and cultures. Yes. And absorbed like, it. Yeah. Like made Christmas yes. very yeah, yeah, yeah. close to mm-hmm. a like earth centered date because everyone was celebrating. Like it's yeah. a powerful time of year. And so that like they're all celebrating and we're saying it's for Christianity reasons, but it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. It wasn't a Christian thing to begin with. And there are a thousand, like literally a thousand different cultures and religions that have really powerful days during the equinoxes. Yes. And yeah. like Easter fertility, come on. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that, I mean, and that's why to me, I'm one of the things that I'm like is it, it, it it's like. How do I word this? How can something be authentic if to exist, they've had to adopt everything else? Like, you know, so we all know that, we, and we've all been this person, when you're a teenager or a kid, you know, like like, like 8, 9, 10, maybe like 12, 13, 14, mm-hmm. you are like a sponge for personalities. You know, you you if you hang out with this friend, I remember people telling me that like they, they, they could tell who... I hung out with was hanging out with the most because I talked like them, you know, and yeah, you know, kids like chameleoning. Yeah. And, and so you wouldn't look at that person as being authentic. They're learning their authenticity maybe. And, but they're not authentic, but yet Christianity takes something from everyone and then claims it's the only one and it's the most authentic. But just in my brain, I'm like, well, you don't have to be like everyone else if you're going to be authentic. Not that being authentic means you're not like other people, because um, uh, we do adopt different things, you know. But like, to just well, I'm going to take this, yeah, and I'm going to call it mine, and I'm going to take this, and I'm going to say I did it, and I'm going to take that, I'm going to say it was because of me, and I'm going to take that and say that was because of me, and I'm going to put them all together, and then I'm going to tell everyone that this was the original. Like that's not. That's not that's not authenticity. Yeah, like, that's not. Yeah. 
just a lot of noise happening in the room next to us. We're just keep stirring getting distracted. up some Sorry. spirits. We're They're not. all like getting fiery with us. <laughs> this, the, the one thing about this podcast is that, at least for me, I very ADHD. Can't, yeah. Can't like any tiny little. Squirrel. Yes. Yes. Any tiny little thing will get distracted. So I've noticed that about myself recently. And it's so like it's so frustrating to me because I get interrupted so easily by little things. And so it like that. Oh, my God. That lag <laughs> in thought makes it so hard to come back to a fucking yeah, thought. Yeah. Because yeah. I was wondering, I'm like, <sighs> they, they, they probably cannot hear that sound coming through these mics, you know, but probably not. I can. And every time I'm just like, whoa, what's that? Oh, it's or like, like oh, whoa, what's yeah. That? So we're like in the in this windowless room in a basement, not even a basement. It's a basement. It's, it's it feels a... like a basement, <laughs> but we're right next to a bar. We're literally That's right next to a bar. Yeah, oh, that's it's right the pub. The oh, I thought there was at least one more wall or room than between us. I mean, now that Maybe you're saying not. that, I it could be that way. But either way, that's like they're moving in a lot of stuff, even in the morning. Which is fine. We love that for them. So yeah, <laughs> we're not complaining. We just no. I love the we, pub. If it's if, so chill. If during this show, you just hear things like this. It's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why we got distracted. Yeah. Speaking of getting distracted, what are we talking about? <laughs> oh my god, we are talking about how prevalent, uh, yeah. like the appearance and like the vis- the visibility of Christianity is. And I like the thought that came up was like how intertwined church and state really are. Mm -hmm. And my first example that gets me fiery every time I see it is the government funded signs that are saying which churches are which down street, down which street. Which down streets. (laughs) Which down streets. It's infuriating. It's like, and it's only, I've seen me, I mean, Baptist is a Christianity. Lutheran is a Christianity, right? I have never seen one for any like mosque, no, or synagogue, oh, absolutely not, or f- I don't know what pagans worship in. No, a tree Satanist groves. Church? Do you did you think there'd be a government funded sign for a Satanist church? Sure as fuck not. No. The dungeons, no, damn. BDSM, <laughs> that's church for some people. You it's know, like come certainly on. <laughs> a drag, religious experience. Drag shows, people say that's like their church. Like hell yeah, like even stuff like that. Like no, it's just it's only Christian based. Yeah, and and why is church getting that much attention anyway? Why is just a religious structure like I, I I don't understand why. Again, reminder: if you're new to the show, when we talk about religious structures and we talk about religion, we're not talking about spirituality, and we are not lumping everyone into the category that all religions are bad and everyone in them are bad people, or and, that they are suffering, or yeah, like yeah, you know, like they're yeah. Yeah, we're, thank we're you. We're talking about the overarching problematic issues with these things and not the the day-to-day fundamental these people do this because it makes them a better person things. Yes. You know? like, yes. So like why I don't understand why religion gets so much fucking attention whereas when there's I mean you're you're more likely to see I mean you're going to see a church you're going to see a sign on the on on the highway for a church before you'll see one for like planned parenthood probably. You know oh. what I'm saying? Oh yeah, or like a free clinic. Yeah, or or, or se- um... I have seen them for VA. Oh, that's that's things. Awesome. Yeah, but that's like the one the that one. I could think of, like a harm reduction clinic. Do you think they'd 
have one for that? No, nah. fucking, absolutely not. I like, mean, are there any in town that, I mean, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. There's harm reduction programs here in Hubble County for sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I. But the point that I was making was like, like, no, none of these things that actually benefit the community just send them to church. That like people need to know where they are at all hours. Mm-hmm. And I know not a lot of people like just drive around looking for <laughs> well, for things, it, but not like, everyone well, has a phone. Ex- sorry, I keep interrupting you. I apologize. That's okay. Um, but yes, you're right. Like the whole like, well, they can just GPS it. Well, they can GPS the church too. Yeah. Like if you want to go to church. Yeah. I mean, how many times do people like really be driving down the freeway on their way to like mimosas and brunch and see you know like full gospel tabernacle you know of 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 jesus the trinity and they're like oh you know what i don't want to drink champagne i'd rather go to church i want to go see you're jesus. right no i found jesus yeah. right now <laughs> on my way on my ways to drink the devil's drink i found the uh, lord no it doesn't happen if you're going to go to church you're going to church and you're looking for it and you know that's where it is you know and now that i'm thinking about it i'm like why are those signs even there why? like why even are those signs there why do people okay okay there was a world without any phones there mm-hmm. was a world without that accessibility that's true not even like maps like paper maps those were pretty hard to come by right I don't know how hard how times far, were back there. <laughs> how far back are you going? Was it also know. like horse and buggy? Because paper mm. in general was difficult to get back then. <laughs> okay, maybe uh. never mind. So there were maps. <laughs> there were maps, but they weren't. They, you had to go to like, you had to go to like, you had to find a gas station in that town that yeah. had those local maps. So yes. yeah, I get what you're saying for sure. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yes, Just there weren't you, like. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, but like realistically, like there without phones without knowing everything at every moment those signs were put there in an attempt for what well i have an idea tell and me i don't know this is just conspiracy just... theory let's go <clears throat> absolutely but the signs on the road indicate things that are necessities gas food lodging Dude. and churches so, oh my god that's what i think you like, blew my little mind yeah like Signs usually indicate things that are necessities. Oh, my and God. Pe- I mean, Christian churches for a long time are are considered necessities. I, again, again, I am not saying that churches should not be prioritized. I'm saying they shouldn't be prioritized over everything else. Yes. Christianity specifically should not be prioritized over everything else. Yeah. Like, there are so many, and, and I have a, I have a, I have, I have a story. I have an example. I was listening to the radio station, the secular radio station, as we would call it in church. <clears throat> what does that mean? Secular just means of the world. I don't know what the definition. Oh. But that means but like, like Gentiles. That, yeah, or like yeah, that, yeah. like anything the lesser that people Christian. that aren't yeah. believers. Mm-hmm. Okay, Anybody cool. that wasn't, it wasn't Christian. Secular probably actually has a meaning, like it's a word that we... I mean, I could yeah, Google the, the definition. Um, so I was listening to the radio station, and I hear this song come on, and I'm like, if I've ever heard a worship song, that is a worship song. I was like, this sounds so much... But I was like, nah, it's the, ra- it's the radio station. It's not the... It's not the... It's not a worship song. And then I keep listening to it, and I'm like, dude, that sounds like every worship song I've ever heard. And... 
keep listening. And it sure enough, at the end, there's a line in there. It says, you, my God, or something, something. And it's absolutely, and I looked it up, totally confirmed. It is a worship, a Christian worship song on the, the like, general, like, secular radio station. Wow. Why? I want to fucking know why. I want to know why that Christ- a Christian worship song gets put on a radio station that is not religious. And why, if you're going to start doing that, why aren't you putting songs from every single religious spiritual organization? Yeah. Why? Why is it just Christianity? Oh, my God. It, pisses, it really pisses me off. You know, like, it really does. And that song gets fucking stuck in my head all the time. God damn it. Um, I hate that i have hymns or like primary yes. songs that get stuck in there oh my god it's like on loop because i don't remember enough of it to like yeah. sing the whole song and then like get so it out like it's just like line. one verse um okay so secular denoting attitudes activities or other things that have no religious or spiritual basis okay so nothing so no religious or spiritual gotcha um like so I guess secular would meaning. be the appropriate word. Like secular radio station doesn't have it doesn't have anything to do. Then yeah. it's not a secular radio station anymore. By definition, it's not. It's because not they're playing a Christian song Ooh. on there. So I have a really, and I'm not going to be that person to be like, I don't want to listen when I'm listening to the sinful music. I don't want to hear the Jesus music. But I'm like, it's not. I don't appreciate it. I don't appreciate it. Not because I'm recovering from religious trauma. I don't appreciate it because it's again promoting an agenda. Right. It's your. It's just Christian. It's just worship. It's just that one song, that one artist. You know, like I, I, I can't. I cannot even imagine the uproar if a song from literally any other religion or worship or spiritual group got on the radio. I can't imagine the fucking like. They'd be tearing down the radio stations. They'd be yeah. showing up with guns and and yeah, you know, pitchforks and the torches, and they'd be like taking that place down. I mean, where my mind went with this is that, you know, thinking about other religions, they're pretty, like, other, like, very differently cultured, culturally based, Mm -hmm. right? Like, if there was at all a Muslim-sounding or, like, based song, Mm -hmm. they would be called out in all sorts of, like, like racist language, period. immediately. Immediately. Immediately, it would be, there would be an uproar. But, but yeah. Christianity is is and that's and that's the thing too is like that's the thing you are recovering from religious trauma like that is reason enough yeah. God is still triggering to me I don't know yeah. if I I learned that recently this past week of just how much the word and just that like give this to God like give all of this credit to God like buy all things but like God is why all things are possible fuck that absolutely not human beings are so much more capable than god and i'm not like okay no i'm 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 on one okay please i want it i'm it's it's that we are like the it's not that humanity is better than god it's that that this idea of god or this like cis white man that's sitting on a cloud somewhere reading everybody's thoughts and thinking all of the things and making all of this judgment like that is such an agenda to control behavior and it's not just that one song it's that entire agenda behind yeah. it yeah 
it's not just God on a little scripture on a bag of beans. <laughs> it's Where that no scripture like, needs to be. Yeah. And 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 I'm also just thinking about how churches are very tax like they don't they don't pay taxes. Mm -hmm. So they and the government seem to be like real close. I mean, I am a I am a conspiracy theorist. I am a paranoid conspiracy theorist. Yeah. I admit it. But it's like you have good reason when it comes to that shit. Like they could be totally getting away with this and we would have no idea. They absolutely so many of them are. I had I totally interrupted you. I'm sorry. I was done. Okay. I need to like take a breather. <laughs> that well, was I a have, big one. <laughs> I have a story that I have a I had an experience on this last week where I actually went to church for the first time in oh, yeah. a, a millennia. It feels like, but the pastors of um, and I don't know. I don't know if I should say the name of the church. I kind of maybe not because I, I mean just in I case. I want to say the name because most of what I'm going to say. It, most of the negative things that I have to say aren't don't have anything to do with the church. It has to do with Christianity structure. Okay. And everything I have to say about the people in the church is really positive. So that's that was that's my thing. I mean, you know what? I'm not going to say the name of the church. I'll say my experience. If you would like to know, because this church sounds like something that you would ooh, like to be a part of. That's I've been brilliant. looking for a church. I would like yeah. to do. Then you can message us. You can message our Instagram. It's our turn pod, and I will have a conversation with you personally about that yeah yeah so i went to a church this last weekend and it was because the uh which anybody that's listening probably knows but the the pastors were are resigning and um they are so there was there it was their last service <clears throat> and my sister was singing and i really wanted to hear her sing and, oh nice uh, she did she voice. sing a hymn no she sings some, well uh yes actually they did have hymns ironically yeah <laughs> just, anyways um and it was Really, honestly, it was a very, it was a positive experience overall. Um, so this particular church and these particular pastors, um, when I left, when I left the, 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 my old church with the bad pastor, um, and I, I was not ready to leave religion, um, yet. And so I started going to this church and it, <clears throat> was really an amazing experience. It was, it was, I'm, I'm thinking about all of the things that like, for me personally, what I experienced there, first of all, everyone's very welcoming. Everyone was very in, like, like They all friendly. are to start out. <laughs> <laughs> not, to, not to hate on it, yeah. I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, and, and it, but this was li- like really genuine. Yeah, you know, like yeah. really genuine, not everyone. Some people were, you know. Of but, course. Yeah, but like, most of the people really genuine, really nice, really um, uh, took me in and kind of just like helped me get involved, helped me to like, but they were like. Inclusive like, yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and the pastors, the pastors were like, like I went over to the pastor's house on a regular basis. They were like, fr- they had movie nights and they would invite a bunch of people over and like make cool. popcorn and watch movies. And they were funny and they like, they were friends. I called, I called the pastor's wife in crisis multiple times and wow. talked to her and she is the pastor is a she's a um a, a therapist she's got a like like nice. master's degree in psychology and she nice. has worked in clinics that didn't have anything to do with religion just like yeah she's an amazing person and um <clears throat> and they're like so really great people so it, it was this wonderful experience of coming into something that was a religious structure was very familiar with but like but was 
it also exactly the opposite of what we were used to. It wasn't like way more. It wasn't inclusive. manipulative. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't. They, you know, um, it, it wasn't demanding. There weren't. They didn't like the pastors didn't monitor your life. They didn't. They it didn't, sounds you know, to me like they were humans first, yes. and then religious folks second, mm-hmm. which is. Uh, I knew some Mormons that were like that. They were just humans first. Mm-hmm. It's so, like, those are the best people yeah. to be around. The mm-hmm. most genuine, the most authentic, the most inclusive. Yeah. There's the, um, one of the, there's a couple in the church now that still go there. They're beautiful people. Some of my favorite people. Um, I lived with them for years. I lived with them when, um, <clears throat> I lived with them uh, before I came out. And right before he came out, then I, like, moved out for a couple months because I thought I was moving away, and then I got sick. And then when I got sick, they actually let me move back in. Oh, wow. Yeah. And and so so then I had, by that time, I lived in this, 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 this um, couple from the church. They're, like, they're, like, an older, an older couple. They um, just love people. They just absolutely love people. And I lived with them while I came out. And while Whoa. I started drag, when I started drag, I was living with this Christian couple, Whoa. and they loved it. Oh my yeah, god! And they what absolutely a platform. Loved it. Yeah. Like what a a vessel yes. to be held in. They said that the only reason they didn't come to our shows is because they started so late. Then they were like, "We're and old people. We go to so bed at eight. You know? Yeah. And <laughs> but they but they they told us that, uh, she told me a story that her and her husband on their honeymoon they went to a drag show. Like, wow! Yeah, and, and just absolutely loved it. They're yeah, people. because what's not to like? About a drag, come on, yes. people! And she was talking about how the drag queens just like loved her husband and was like dancing on him. And yeah, she just loved every minute of it. Yeah, one of her favorite books is is one of the fa- her favorite books is um, I can't remember the title of it, but it's a it's a it's a biography, an autobiography about a trans woman and like her journey and and, and that's one of her favorite books and it's beautiful and um you should add that like take a note of adding that into the show notes of what book that is because that's if that's idea. like I'll, a I'll, real narrative yeah that i would i would love to read that yeah. book i want i you know, now that it's coming out of my mouth i was like why haven't i read that i need to find out what book that is but yeah um so these people really helped like they really helped the beginning of my um my uh like healing from religious trauma because i was starting to i think if i had left the bad church and went right out from church i'd hate church i'd never go back and never look back i'd never want i'd hate all religions i wouldn't be able to do this podcast because i'd have only hatred for all people and religions yep and i wouldn't be able to get to see good people anywhere really you know yeah but um and this church they do there's a couple things there's a couple things i'll talk about my personal experience one one of the reasons why I left the bad church, so <clears throat> I was, without going, I'll say trigger warning, but I'm not going to go into, into detail. We're going to talk about, like, a, a, a queer, possibly some assault, but I'm not going to go into, into depth in it. When I, at the bad church, when I, so I never got, I didn't, there wasn't a place for being gay in, in my church structure. I think I may have talked about that. When I was telling my story, there wasn't a place for being gay. There was tools that the enemy would use to deceive, and whoever, whatever, to, whatever you were more susceptible to, that's what he used. And so for me, homosexuality was the thing that I was quote unquote most susceptible to. 
And so, um, like that was your challenge to overcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was the, that was the challenge. That was my unique challenge. Yeah, and it gets even better. Gets even better. When I went to this bad pastor to talk to him about it, this is what he explained to me. He explained, you know, we were taught that homosexuality wasn't real, that it was just a tool that the enemy used, and if you really ask God to forgive you and let it go, he would take it from you. And if he hasn't done that yet, it's because you don't want to let it go. So that's all on me. And two, since homosexuality isn't real, and since it's not going away, the only logical explanation is that this is a sex a sex addict, that I'm a sex addict, that I'm addicted to, that I have a sexual addiction issue. Because that's the only logical explanation that, um, that there could be if you've asked God to take away homosexuality and um, he hasn't. So I'm, so on top of everything else now I'm dealing with that and I'm, and I'm, and this personal information, this is a comparison thing, just to let you know, when the pastors of the old church came under fire for some stuff that they had done, some horrible, horrible shit that they had done, when, when one of my friends confronted him about it, he took my personal information and told my friend about it. <gasps> like, yeah. Like, it was like, I'm just so overwhelmed because I'm dealing with so-and-so's issue with this. They just told me about this and this and this. And, and I'm just overwhelmed. Like, deflecting. Like, don't look at my, using my deep personal information to deflect from his issues. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's so fucked up. And the, 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 the comparison that I want to make is that when so when I left that church I went into this church with the belief I had a sexual addiction problem which is just the amount of trauma I look back on that time of my life and I was like ah the amount of additional trauma that that gave me so I went to the pastor of this church to tell them about this that was like well this is this is what it is like this is the only thing I know what it is yeah and he was very professional. He was very concerned. Within like a week, he had a referral. He gave me a referral to a therapist, and um, the therapist was horrible, but we didn't know that at the time. Yeah. And, uh, but gave me a referral to my therapist and then was just like, let me know if there's anything I can do. Like, immediately got help and has never once, from that moment on, talked to me or anybody else about that issue, about that even that moment never once has that been told to anyone by him and wow i'm just i was thinking about that in this service i was like that's the fucking difference between people who like i don't believe i i I don't necessarily believe all everything about christianity you know and a lot of stuff that they teach is it's not harmful but it's i know you know like we were talking about the whole like Give everything to God. Give God all the credit yeah. for everything. God did everything. I don't, yeah. I don't. I don't sign up for that. But these people are doing really great things with through the avenue that they believe is the best avenue. Yeah. You know, and they this church is doing. They work with the community. They work with the like with people that are houseless. That people mm-hmm. they. Um, Such good work. They work directly with the community for human to to help stop human trafficking. They have a local hotline that connects to the national hotline for human trafficking. They have done they've done so many things throughout the years. It just boggles my mind that that still is happening. Like that shit is still happening. 
Yes, it is. It's, and, and that's, that is what I'm finding. I don't know. This past, like the week before this past week, there was just some cosmic shit that everyone was on the same page. And so what I'm finding is that there is something and the best word that I have for it is just some cosmic shit. Like, Mm. (laughs) I don't know what is fueling all of this synchronicity and all of this like like bridges in humanity and that's what these people are sounding like it's just like a bridge like to bring humanity somewhere else and on a good day i can say this very strongly but all religions have elements of that they all have bits and pieces of like really large symbolism Mm -hmm. that has like way more to do with than God. It has way more to do with who, like what kind of person you are. Mm -hmm. And like praying is like intention setting. It's meditation. It's meditation. It's It's talking to the universe. I mean, it's, 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 it, that act is an act that can be used in multiple ways. Can can I share with you a definition of God that I have never heard before? I don't think this is the place to share definitions about God. I, I'm just like... <laughs> this I, isn't, we're just a talk show. What do you want to do? Talk about something? God. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. That was I was so like definitely taking you serious I'm so for like so, oh no, three I'm so seconds. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Please, I would love to hear this. I would love to hear this. So um, shout out to a friend of mine who I'm not going to name, but... So their their mom is they they were their mom was described to me as a Catholic white woman. Mm-hmm. And so like there's a lot of underlying currents of like deep rooted shit, yeah. right? But her definition of God is like the like unconditional love, like that purity of a titty nursing a baby. Oh, yeah. And just that, like, endless, like, that connection, that yeah. super deep oh. connection. And that's her, that's her like, view of, of, the, of unconditional love with yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. That's really beautiful. And how, and, and also that, like, the definition or, like, who the spirit is, mm-hmm. is, like, the whispering of the divine feminine. Mm. That's really amazing. I have never thought about no that has never crossed my mind once and that's such a beautiful way to look at it like the whispering of divine feminine like oh that's amazing which you know i think this is if it's okay with you this might be a good time to take a uh to take a break yeah uh, but this i don't uh, i want to segue into something that i did notice in in the church service was that and it sounds so simple to me but it never really clicked that in the um you know the div- like the, the 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 divine like godhead mm-hmm. the trinity yeah the 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 um the you know that that yeah there's no female representation nope. anywhere there's not a female being anywhere in that div- and there's no divine feminine being all god are all men and like most of the angels 
all portrayed as men, you know? You're like, right. It, there's no divine feminine. I couldn't, I mean, there's, they talk about women in the Bible. Sure. But there's but not like a, a heavenly fem- mother. Yeah. Like, like a, there's a heavenly God father. And get our example of fatherhood from God. Well, then where do you get your example of motherhood? From God? I don't know. So I would like to talk about that after the break. Why is there no? Why is there no? Divine feminine uh, example. So yeah. Um. Speaking of music. Okay. At work this past week. Everyone, I don't know, I was really feeling like they play the same goddamn music every week, and it's 80s, which is not bad. Like, I've gotten a lot of really good 80s songs in my toolbox now from working here, but I'm just, I was just like, oh, there needs to be some variety. So someone was like, give me a post-it note of all of, like, a list of bands that that you want, and I put maybe, like, 10 to 12 bands on there. They were all added. I've they been were? like, yeah, that's amazing. All of them. I and like some of them have been hits, and some of them have not been so super misses. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that's okay. okay. Like, I went out on a limb thinking that they would like do research into the band. I don't know. Like, no. some of it might not be as work appropriate as I thought it was. <laughs> so, like, that's. That's fun. <laughs> like, oh, how'd that song get in there? That's what that means. Whoops. And I was all like, just made made sure that the, the so the person in charge of adding music that they just like made it anonymous of who. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I was levitating oh, at so work. Amazing. It was like, it was amazing. So, so at at my job, I've taken um over the the the. Where we the, we actually put the coffee from the hopper into the bag. Yeah. Um. And uh, that's fun. Yeah, it is fun. It's my favorite. It's my favorite station. It's enjoyable. At. And actually. so I kind of like taken over that that station. Yeah. And that's mine. And whoever works that usually gets to choose the music. Hell so, yeah. And I'm always there early before anyone else. So Hell I get to yeah. Choose the music every fucking week, and I love it. It's really nice. That's awesome. It's a lot of pop in the '80s and that's '90s. That's awesome. In 2000s, yeah. What I play here because it's the, my yeah. favorite music. Yeah, because that's. I mean, what it else? Makes are such you a big play? difference. Music makes such a big difference. It's crazy. Oh, it's yeah. literally, as with most music, funk is a, a feeling. feeling. Yeah. Yes. Music is a feeling, it y'all. Is. That's why I say I'm a mood music person. I I listen to music because I'm in a mood or I want to be in a mood. Yeah. That's oh my I, god. Yeah. Yes. So I want to, uh, yeah, to get. I, I remembered something to digress from yeah. a previous topic. <laughs> <laughs> but we were. Ta- I, I mentioned um, that I realized when I was one of the things I realized in church, and when I was sitting in this church this weekend was um, that they were talking about. You know, that the the pastor was telling a story about a father who was was like leaves all the the babysitting, the children work for the. For the woman, because of course, you know, yeah, by and, their definition, and the pastor was like, "Why would you like? Why would you do that? You have an example of a heavenly father all the time that loves you unconditionally and puts up with your shit. I mean, they didn't say that, but yeah, that was in the, so many words, yeah, like he puts up with your shit every day, and you can't put up with your kids' shit every day. Like he was just kind of like using it as a as an example of you know. And I was like, 
where's the divine mother like like figure in Christianity specifically? I know that in other religions that like the the mother Mary is that divine, but yeah, in Christianity in you know Pentecostal Christianity, yeah, there's no divine feminine. There's nothing feminine. <laughs> no, everything is men across the board. Yeah, everything. It's all men. Always men. They're always the one. Like like even our like our gods, the gods who in in the, in that religion and in our belief system created everything, controls everything, is everything. They're all men. One of them's a spirit, but it's a male spirit. It is very much like we talk about the spirit as like a he. Yes, for sure. For sure. And and there's just, there's no divine feminine. And I'm like, what? What? Like, where is she? No, in Mormonism. So we have like heavenly father is like God and then Jesus. And then the spirit is like our Trinity. Yeah. And, and anytime, because I was curious about a heavenly mother. Yeah. And and anytime I didn't question about her often, like it was very much just like like unspoken of, like she was just very absent. Any question, like she it was just assumed that she was involved somewhere down the line, but yeah. like we don't talk about her. Yeah. <laughs> she did something. I mean, she was She's responsible know. for something, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, She's got her role. Yeah, totally. But even like the Virgin or the um, Mary, like the oh my God. Mother Mary, whatever. Yeah, that's well, like those were correct. The that's Virgin, like the mother. The, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> that's like very much a vessel. Like she's very much yeah. a vessel. She's not really autonomous. She doesn't no. have a will of her own. She no. is still going by the will of a man. Mm-hmm. You know. So even even those feminine elements i wouldn't even say roles like there are feminine elements but it's still very much like in unable to be controlled by their own agency yeah absolutely and like the only example the only example that's ever given you know for women in in the structure is subservience like right like like the the example is is supposed to be you know the mother mary but all she was was a vessel all she was was like was like oh you were good enough that I can put my child in you. Like that was it. Like that that was it. Like I deem you worthy to bear my child. And that was the beginning and the end yep. of her, you know what I'm saying? No As, choice. Yeah. <laughs> so, ugh. and I just didn't I don't, I don't know, it's something that I noticed that I was just like, "Oh, I don't like this. Like this isn't Uh, do like you, that. have you ever do you have Netflix? Yes. Have you seen at least like advertisements for Big Mouth? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I there's an episode where they basically like comedically go through the nativity story and just how like fucked up it is. Yeah. Like because yeah, yeah. all through it she's like, wait, I don't have a choice in any of this. Yeah. Like I didn't e- I didn't even have sex and I'm pregnant. Yeah, like I, I didn't, didn't even, even get the, the good part? stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And so just like really really poking at it. Yeah. And it was it was very cathartic for yeah. me. Yeah, when you start, highly recommend it. When you start breaking down that shit. It's really like this is just kind of this kind is of kind bullshit. Of fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Some some of the stuff that and and again, like we don't know how it actually happened. Um, we don't know how it actually is. You know, like none of us have ever met God. We weren't there. We don't know like what part. Of, I mean, we everyone can have their own beliefs on what it is and what it isn't and whatever makes you a good person and a better person. That's fine. 
but like man just how it's how it's delivered to us is is problematic you know uh, it's pretty problematic i'm i'm grappling with bringing up the bible and my position on it. no i will save that for another day another, another, podcast. another day <laughs> well, i did want to finish my story yeah thought yeah that, that part was uh, we were talking off break and i wanted to make sure that that seemed like an appropriate yeah break. yeah i would yeah i would like to know so one us. of the um one of the other so this this church this church um they did i can't i can't remember if i've already said this yet but they they do a lot of work in the community and they they, um, oh yeah, we, I did tell you did. I did say that. Okay, that's okay. But the the one of the last things that um, really impressed me was about that church when I was going was the um, they are completely transparent about their finances, all of them. Like they are just completely transparent. There is they have a they have a um, so first of all, if you're like a member of the church, you can request um, finances like a like a. You can a request, print out or yeah, whatever. You can request that they show you their finances at any point in any time of the year for any reason. You wow. can just request that, and they will give it to you on the spot. And they can account. Or, and they have a meeting once a year that's open to the public. I could go. I, if, I, if I wanted to, I could go and sit and, and, and watch them. And they will go over uh, detail by detail, and they will count for every single dollar and where it went and what was done with it. Whose salary it paid, what you know thing it sponsored. That what transparency their is. Yeah. is very unique. Mm-hmm. I don't. E- I don't know if any religion does that that I know of. Not, we certainly. We certainly didn't. Um, the the church that I went to, we certainly didn't. I I was on staff, and I didn't know the finances of the church. The only person that knew the finances were were the pastor mostly, and then like uh, the one person who did them. Like he controlled the finances of the entire church, and no one knew what was going on. And that is just baffling to me. And that was another uh, thing my sister said. My sister was telling me uh, about this church that, um, like, the pastor of this church, they don't know who gives and who does not give. They're not aware of that. They're they're not. They are not like aware of who gives what. So. And there's a lot of equality in that. Mm-hmm. There's no bias on like, well, this person gives. You know, as far as treatment goes. Yeah, totally. It's, yeah. It's it that that's it. Like he he is not made privy uh, to that information. That's really neat. Which I think is really kind of incredible. And and I, I'm like this is like and these are principles that like I, I'll admit it. These these were these are principles that didn't exist in a lot of local queer organizations. You know these were yeah. these are issues that like like these are issues that can exist in all kinds of. All kinds yeah. of organizations, you know. Yeah. So, <clears throat> the, it was just really impressive that the fact that this, like, it, w- I could tell from their teaching um, that their number one priority is helping people. They believe that ultimately helping someone is leading them to Jesus, yes. but that's the last step of a process that's not even really necessary for them to keep helping you. Yeah. Like you, they will help, like they will help you every single day. Um, uh, they will help you every single day, whether or not you come to church or not. Like that, like their main priority is to help people. That and sounds like a really impressive. I was really impressed. Yeah. Um, that sounds like um, a perspective that I've really enjoyed from a lot of atheist people that don't believe there's any 
thing after death mm-hmm. that you're literally just a good person for the sake of being a good, good person. person yeah with no reward in sight for you yeah like what which is just like like how, that is selflessness, in my opinion. Well, I mean, the, if you don't, if you don't believe that there's an afterlife, I particularly do not believe that there's an afterlife. My choices are because of other people. Like to me, I'm realizing that like my I live my life. Be, like the purpose of my life is to take my experiences and help other people. Like that's that is the purpose of life. Like I really I haven't researched this, so I'm not quoting this or, or claiming it but there's a um there's like a a uh i think it's a, a i think it's a buddhist philosophy about how you have like you you keep the, the the purpose of reincarnation is to finish your whatever it is your soul is supposed to do yes and if you don't get it done then you get reincarnated and yes and the eventual like arrival is when you've done what you're supposed to do you know yeah and to me that's how i feel is that there are lessons there are things, there are people that we're supposed to help. There's something that we're supposed to do, and our soul gets keeps getting reincarnated into the next person because we're, you know, we're. I mean, we we exist on this planet for each other. Like that's what we do. Like yeah. we exist on this planet for for each other. I think yeah. that's why relationship is so important. I think that's why love is so important for each other. I think that's why companionship is so important. We really do exist on this planet, just exist with each other. So, our, I mean, our, it makes sense to me that our energy is just constantly going back from the planet into the people and, the, and then from the people to the people and the people into the planet. And, like, it's just an exchange all the time. This is a similar thing. Just that, like, idea that energy cannot be destroyed. It's mm-hmm. just, like, recreated. Repurposed. And, and that's mm-hmm. something else that I thought of as we were doing last week's The Internal Dialogue, how the thoughts, that energy is not just like poof, suddenly gone. Mm-hmm. Like that has to get changed into something that is either yep. like more digestible or more like an an easier yeah. way of of living. And so like the energy that that for example, we are putting out by sharing our experiences, by trying to help people Mm -hmm. one way or another. Mm -hmm. And even outside of this podcast, like what we're striving to do, what our life purpose is, is to better ourselves and then better to better humanity or like leave this world better than we found it Mm -hmm. which is a pretty fucking tall order these days oh god it is it absolutely is and i was just getting this mental picture while you were talking about like how like you said energy can't be destroyed it can only be like repurposed recreated yeah so kind of like our we're kind of like i feel like we're like energy um machines for lack of better term like we're like so we we absorb energy like especially we're sponges people, yeah we're sponges so yeah people especially empaths maybe people who you know psychics people who you know are really dive into the into the spiritual in whatever way that is you know yeah. tarot readings they tend to be people who are really sensitive to energy and i feel like <clears throat> for me it's like i have the ability to change energy so I can take this 
which this podcast, for example, for yeah. me, yeah. I'm taking this trauma, this negative energy that was given to me, and I've been holding it in me and carrying it with me. And what I'm doing with this, what I do when I have these conversations or when I talk to someone or when I do a show or do a podcast, I'm changing that energy from negative to positive and then giving it back. And to me, that is my, if I had a purpose, Yeah. that is it. Like all I'm trying to do is just take some of this energy that is so negative in the world and just repurpose it. Like, can I take it in and I'll sit with it? I'll cleanse it. I'll, I'll, I'll um, figure it out. You know, I'll, I'll go to therapy. I will work yeah. on it. I'll heal it. Yeah. And then I'll take the energy and give it to somebody else. Yeah. And, and, and create more positive energy in the world. Yeah. For that to exist that people don't have, you know, that. Yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of how I feel like what, what, like what we do. Like yeah. what our responsibility is. Yeah. And to build on that, how. Like how for everyone it's different what it what it looks like to take in that energy mm-hmm. because sometimes literally the best thing that you can do for yourself and for humanity is just to not take in any energy yeah from other people mm-hmm. you know like to to take a break from being that energy filter you know yeah. what I mean because that is quite a role that you can't do no. all the time. No. And the and and the only reason that I say that is I'm like realizing how crucial that is in my own life of uh-huh. just like making loving but firm mm-hmm. boundaries with people because it's unrealistic to be doing that all the time. Well, but we yes. are and I'm and I'm with you on that like we are definitely those that are recycling this energy that are like I'm I'm not saying we are better than in any way, shape, or form, but that we are able to look at this system and see the strings, you know? Yeah. The the pulls and the agendas and the egos that are involved in a lot of these deep rooted systems and ways of thinking and in exposing it and in it in releasing it from our own bodies that alone sometimes and a lot of times is all that is needed yeah to change yes yes absolutely. what is happening yeah <laughs> both like in a small scale in your own like personal body which is a whole other ecosystem yeah. than this grand mm-hmm. ecosystem of so many different yes. consciousnesses mm-hmm. consciousnesses yes and also I want to clarify too I'm glad that you said that because because when I say like taking in or absorbing energy yes some people do have the capacity to take on other people's energy and change it and distribute it but for me what I'm really more talking about is I've actually been given a lot of energy that I didn't ask for trauma is you know these experiences that happen to me it's all this energy that I didn't ask for, didn't want, and didn't consent to, and it was given to me. So what can I do with it? I only have two choices. I only have two choices with all of this fucked up traumatic energy that was given to me. I can either redistribute it out as negative energy and, and, and trauma and literally like send it out into the world as exactly what I, as it was given to me, or I can sit with it until I can, 
until I can heal from that, heal that energy that's inside yeah. me and heal from that energy that's inside me. And then I have something that I can, I don't have to go out and find people to give it to. It's just, I can let that exist in my life. I can let that positive energy exist in my life. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, that's hard. That's hard work. That's hard work. And, and going through these traumas and like trying to pick it apart and find what you need to learn from it and what you need to let go from it is a whole, like that's a, that's such a task of yeah. of just just that, just processing the trauma and figuring out what lessons were crucial and what you need to take from it and not taking it too far of just like completely shutting down mm-hmm. human interaction because that's a common, at least that's a common like mindset in my healing is like, it's safer to just cut off everything. Like yeah. nothing's in or out. <laughs> And so like, but there is a, it is so much work to differentiate those two things in a healthy way. And it's different for everyone, certainly. Disclaimer, it's different for everyone. Yes, definitely, yeah. (laughs) And it's just all about finding your balance in your line. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's, which is just, is not it's really that's really difficult to do you know I, I, I we make it sound like it's just oh i just take this energy of and, course and, yeah and like magic turn it into something else and that's not it's it's that's not how it works that's not how it goes it's no. a lot of deep inner work and it's so there are like a thousand different steps in between yeah. a and b you know like yeah. but but breaking it down into like what's my purpose because that's something i struggle with constantly especially coming from religion where our only purpose was to serve God. Yeah. Our only, the only reason we existed on this planet, which talk about narcissistic. Yeah. Like the, the idea that our only purpose to exist on this planet was to worship him and nothing else. And then of course, you know, quote unquote, help people, but worship right. him like that, that, that is not coming from that and being like, well now what am I supposed to do for what? What do I do? Who am I? What am I? What worth do I have? Yeah. Because I'm not doing anything. There's yeah. no end goal. There's no there's no afterlife. There's no like scoring up points so I can make it into heaven. There's no there's none of that. So what am I doing? Yeah. Like what Yeah. Why? Why am I? You know? Yeah. And that's a hard that is was the hardest, one of the hardest things to come out of. And I think that's one of the things that this church, you know, that I that I went to, that it really kind of helped me to repurpose some of those things where it's like yeah. you have purpose, you are worthy of love, and there are things that you can do. You can help people, you know, because yeah. that was hard. That's a hard one. Something I still struggle with of just like, what am I actually who am I and why am I here? Yeah. You know, like yeah. like that my whole fundamental how my brain how my brain functions was wrong. Yeah. You know, like like how my brain functions. Worship like God, fundamentally. But, yeah. Yes. The, yeah. Just just not real. So yeah. now what? You know? Oh, that's a rough one. It's a lot to un- unpack and it's a lot to repurpose. Like mm-hmm. just that. Just that. Yeah. That like retraining your brain. And I think that's to tie back into. Yeah our topic for today of how prevalent Christianity is like the quote unquote default religion and how like there are so many tiny little hooks in everything that we do in this mm-hmm. culture. It is tied to Christianity yes. and it's so easy with those little hooks to see it and be triggered. And then it like 
for a lot of folks, it sets you back yeah. on what what your work is doing. Like mm-hmm. all of all of the struggles that you've put into redefining what your worth is, and then you're supposed to like you read a thing that says give everything over to God, and you're not giving everything over to God. Like, what does that mean about you? Yeah. it's so uh, it's such a slippery slope. It's yep. such a slippery slope, and it's everywhere. And how are we supposed to heal from this trauma and repurpose this energy if every time we fucking turn around, it's everywhere. It's fucking, it's on the radio station, it's on TV shows, it's in every book you read, you know, like, yep. it, it's just, it's absolutely everywhere. Christianity is just, going to church, being religious, being a Christian is just the norm. Like it's, like you were saying earlier, how you have to work harder to prove you're not a Christian than that you are. Like everyone just defaults to that, you know? And that going to church, you know, giving your money over to God, praying, like all of these outward signs, that defines your worth Mm -hmm. as a human being. That alone, there isn't really anything else. If you're not religious if you're not going to church if you're not praying if you're not doing this and that like every flavor is different but ultimately the message is the same if you're not on board with jesus then you are other you are and in a lot of religions you are damned Mm -hmm. like flat out yep yeah it's it's a a lot lot. (laughs) i think maybe um a lot yeah we're saying her name shout out to the divine feminine for being here today i was like who are we talking about i missed this i didn't as i (laughs) don't say any name name. oh my god (laughs) uh so speaking of divine um, guidance speaking of divine feminine that super bass song was one of my favorite songs to perform in drag just a little Mm. little fun note about me that was Nicki minaj yeah and i um there's a part in the song where they say, and my name's Nicki Minaj, or they can call me Nicki Minaj. DJ Anya, who does um, Boy Division, actually edited no that shit. song for me to say um, uh, Fuchsia Ray. Oh, my yeah. God. So that great. musical wizard. I know. And it wow. so good, too. Uh, yeah, that's it was, awesome. It's really, really. That is probably one of, if not my... Like top top three favorite songs to perform. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it's a good really song cool. to perform. That's a good and because everybody knows it. And I practice that those, I practice those words. I was lip syncing the song. I wasn't just moving my mouth. I was yeah. saying every single word. I looked up the lyrics. I I said yeah. Like a responsible drag queen should do. Should do. Yes. If you're gonna lip sync, I mean, do it. Not well. trying to hate, but no, that was like. That was the one thing I said together. I would always tell my, my drag daughters <clears throat> that like I don't care if you if you if you wrap a blanket around yourself and 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 comb your hair and and put on eyebrows. Yeah. You had better lip sync every single word of that song perfectly. If yes. you do one thing, do that. That was just my thing. That was my that was my that was my little thing. Little the motherly guidance. The motherly guidance. <laughs> I don't care if you look like shit, but you're going to sing that song well. <laughs> or else. Or else. Oh, my God. Um, uh, so we did. A, we pulled a card today. Yeah, so we we're pulling a, a card for yeah. a little inspiration and guidance from whatever's up there. So what did we get? Today we pulled the Ten of Wands and the divinatory like meeting, meeting of this in this book that... Um, 
It says, a tangle of events is straightened out, but the outcome may not be to your liking. You feel as if you are carrying a very heavy burden. Be certain you have not taken up someone else's responsibilities. A new and difficult cycle is coming, but you have the strength to handle it well. So there is your tarot card reading. It's a lot of belief you got in us there. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's well founded. <laughs> the universe. <laughs> I mean, we're still here, right? <laughs> I well, mean, we're something. Getting, getting to the. I know. I guess we just. It's funny because we just played a couple songs and then we come back for that and then we're gonna have to play a couple songs and head out. Not very good at timing, but. I mean, I don't know. It's been a hell of a week. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's chill. It's chill if we leave a few minutes early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what That's are we going to do? I mean, or we could go into some, like, I don't know. Well, I was kind of thinking. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to, I totally interrupted you. No, I the, have no The thought direction. process I was thinking is that, like, how are we from this point on going to, like, um, like, manage when we see all of these emotions these I mean these um, when we see all these reminders of, of Christianity mm-hmm. out in the world like what's a good way that we can kind of like when that energy is given to us how can we like you know like repurpose it like what's a way that you that's what's a way that you I mean my I, the way that I, mine is this like overarching long complex mm-hmm. you know like discovery and, and trauma and healing and stuff but um, yeah but like when I see when you see that scripture on the bag or when you hear someone, you know, say bless you, you know, God bless you or, you know, something like that. I wanted you... to do research into that phrase because God part of me. You. Yeah, because I feel like that is um, it's kind of, again, appropriating paganism mm-hmm. because, you know, bless you is like so that whatever like spiritual critter couldn't enter your body mm-hmm. into your soul or what or something like that don't quote me on this yeah. we don't have any fact checkers whatever um <laughs> and so like i feel like it has other foundations in something other than christianity but if i'm being honest i still go straight to anger like i'm just yeah, angry that sure. it's allowed to be printed on that and like i get it it's their own company they have their own autonomy to do whatever they want, to put whatever they want on their bags. And there's not like a way to boycott that though. You know, like I'm boycotting Jesus and therefore like (laughs) all of the products that I get in, like at least half. Yeah. It's on invoices. It's on actual bags. It's on this and that. And even just like have a blessed day. Fuck you. I have a blessed day. (laughs) Not really. Not really. Oh fuck you! I know, I know what you mean. But like, yeah, I it's don't bless my day with whatever I don't toxic to fairy yeah. dust you got over there. Yeah. yeah, and that's another thing. Like the con- the lack of consent that there is of how much is put on us. Like how much interaction, even being observed, is like so unconsensual in a lot of ways just operating in this world we're not really asked if we could be looked at and i you know like i get it i know but like no it's there's a lot of energy that we take in because it's just assumed that we can take it in you know yeah and i i really have a hard time with the whole fact that you know as queer people we are struggling every single day to just be accepted at a fundamental level while we are in like 
unconsentingly being forced Christian religion yeah. stuff every single day. We're expected. Yeah. We are expected. Um, like, uh, you know, if someone hands you their a coffee and says, you know, God bless you, we're expected to be fine with that. That's not weird. Yeah. That's not whatever. But if I'm working behind the counter and I hand you a coffee and I'm like, get it, girl. Yes, queen. Like, have a gay day. Fucking, they'll throw that's that coffee back. That's an agenda. Back. Yeah, it is, it's an agenda. Yeah. And it's like, why are we, like, I just don't understand why we are supposed to expect and consent to a religion being in our everyday lives which is not and again we're not talking about the message we're not talking about helping people we're not talking about doing good we're talking about an agenda just yeah. real a a one specific religion being forced upon us all the time but yet we're we're just striving to be exactly accepted yeah you know? Yeah. Like why is that? Why is that dynamic? And I mean, that's a question that I would like to like pose. I understand that a lot of Christian people believe that, you know, everyone, their duty is to make sure that everyone goes to heaven. And I understand that their intentions are really good. A lot. So many people have really good intentions. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But they genuinely I'm like, I love you. I don't want to see you up in, in, in end up in eternal damnation. And I get that. I understand where your intentions are coming from. There's also just a right and wrong way to do things. And even yeah. just breaking it down to a marketing standpoint, no one wants to buy something that you're throwing them at their face every single day. Yeah. No one like it is not effective marketing to yell and scream at someone every single day about your product. Yeah. Like it's it's just not it's just not good. You know, like yeah. I just like to, to But that but their reputation is it doesn't matter how annoyed you are mm -hmm. because what does it matter if you're annoyed? Your one voice. It, it, I'm not like that was really harsh, but that's like the perspective that a lot of them have. Mm -hmm. That it doesn't matter how you feel necessarily. They need to get this message across to you because yeah. your soul is at stake. Yeah, the which message, is like whoa. The worth of the message like supersedes how you feel about it. Yes, yeah. yes, and that's that's I guess going back to just the the lack of consent of like, mm -hmm. do you have time? to listen to what I have to say? Well, No, I'm no. just gonna like blurt on you anyway. Yeah. Well, and I would like to challenge everyone and just across the board. Um, my, I would say that my, me my message is on this authenticity. My message yeah. is authenticity. That's what I want the world to see and hear from me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I would like to challenge people, everyone, to think about what is the best way to get your message out, even if it is I want people to go to heaven is the best way to just tell them that and leave it at that. Or is the best way to actually like, like love people like, sh like to demonstrate that, you know, like, like I want people to be authentic, authentic, authentic. Yeah. I want them to feel safe and feel free to be who they are, whatever that is. It is not effective for me to walk up to everyone that I see and say, you should be authentic, you know, or be authentic or you're not, are you going to, or else, or put authenticity on fucking every single product that I have. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's effective is, Hey, like c coming to the fundamentals of it. You're a person that deserves to be happy. You are worthy of love because you exist. The fact that you are breathing means you deserve 
to be happy and loved. And authenticity, I believe, is the pathway to finding that, to the discovery of your worth. That is how I get my message out. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And yes. that is what I'm trying to to so it's like so the, the point I'm making is just that not like like is your message important because it's your message and that's what you do or do you actually care about people do yeah. we actually care and that across the board queer people Christians whatever yeah whoever you are whoever and whatever you are and identify as <laughs> whatever you're trying to say like like fundamentally it should come down to people deserve to be loved and and cared for people deserve and to be loved authentic. and they deserve to have worth and how do i help them get to that point yeah you know and yeah. if that's not your goal perhaps you should reevaluate your your mission you know just like discover what your purpose is mm -hmm. if if you can't be authentic if you can't be truthful about who and you know the elements of who you are what is your purpose mm-hmm Literally, what is your purpose? Yep. Figure that out. Figure it if out. you want. I don't know. It would help. You've got a lot of choices in this world. Yeah. You're told otherwise. Let me tell you that God has all of your choice, but you have more choice than you think you do. That would make a great topic. Choice? How many choices we didn't realize we had until... That sounds like next week. That sounds like next week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so well, every Saturday, one to three, we are here. Right here. And you can find our podcast now. Yeah. Um, it's our turn, Queers and Colts, on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, or on the Podbean app or website. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, it's our turn pod, or you can email us, it's our turn pod at gmail.com. We are eventually going to be looking to have guests on, and I don't know if I've told you this yet, but I have several people who have already lined up to. Same. Um, I actually talked to my sister because my sister. Um, we grew up in the same environment. Yeah. She's still religious and loves God and, 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 and follows that path, but also loves people. And yeah. And has experienced the same trauma. And she said that she would come on and, and talk about, you know, like the, 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 how we were raised in the same environment and how, you know, the, the different things. Very that we different. Yeah. Come yeah. from. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited about that some, someday. Um, but yeah, emails, if you have topics, if you have questions, if you have things, resources, anything, we'd love to hear. From yeah. You, so yeah. Um, yeah, but this was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for being here with us, everyone. Yeah. It's been, uh, this, this is very, very nice every week, every it's, week. It's really healing for me. Honestly. Yeah. 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 I've heard nothing but healing things from the people that have listened to it. Like this is, it's doing some good things. I really like it's stirring. It's like interrupting the usual, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And that's, I'm a big advocate for saying things out loud. I think that people sharing their stories is one of the most powerful magic that exists. It's so true. Mm -hmm. That's so true. I believe it. Yeah. 